Welcome to The Mixdown. I'm Christopher Fay, the Executive Director of Homestretch. The mission of Homestretch is to empower homeless parents with children by giving them the knowledge, skills, and hope that they need to become self-sufficient. This is our new podcast where we talk about timely issues around homelessness, learn from inspiring stories, and share the hope that is actualized when crisis is turned into opportunity. In this episode, I'm joined by Ted Shanahan, a leader in wealth management, founder and managing partner at Blueprint Financial Group, and a longtime champion of Homestretch. Ted, thank you so much for being with me here today. Ted, you and your company, Blueprint Financial, have been a phenomenal partner to Homestretch. We really count on your support and see the value in it every day. But let's, let's go back to the beginning. How did you get connected with Homestretch? You know, it's a great story because it started like it, they started many times, but the ending's different. Um, uh, I help people with their personal and business wealth management. So financial planning for small, closely held businesses and, and their families. Um, and when you manage people's money, um, they will tend to, when they have philanthropic or charitable interest, They'll call their financial advisor and see if they would be uh, interested in, uh, in giving back. So it's a very normal phone call for me to get. And I contribute and help any client that reaches out. I always, always help. But I was reached out by a client who was actually on the board at Homestretch. And she said, Ted, I'd like you to come to a kind of an introductory breakfast that you'll learn a lot more about Homestretch. So as I often do, I'm always willing to write a check, but she said, no, 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 you have to show up. So I want you to come because I think this might touch you in a different way. Um, when I went to the, it, it, she was totally right. Uh, I, I was sitting there listening to graduates that had just tragic stories of experiences on the street and, 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 and abuse and, and trafficking and just terrible situation with children. And I was so inspired. And I, and, I, and I left that not only writing a nice check and, and being inspired, but was going to make a personal commitment, share that with my family, and, and somehow on a personal basis get involved. But this board member, she, she didn't let me get away with that. She goes, no, no, no. I want to introduce not just you, but I want to introduce your company because I think the world of your company because your company and all its employees take care of me. And I want to give them some inspiration. So I'd like to actually come and go to one of your company meetings and I want to bring somebody with me that I want to introduce you to. So she brought a gentleman named Burton White, who uh, is the founder and president of Excella. And I didn't know. But he sat down in my small conference room with the 20 people or so that are in my team at that point. And he shared a, a message of transformation. He, and not just transformation of the charity and the lives that they affect, which is what I had already been inspired by. But that actually the interaction by being supporting Homestretch corporately changed the culture of his own organization. And this was inspiring. And it perked the interest of all those that were my team and came up with an idea of what they do. They close down their offices and roll up their sleeves and would do things for the charity. And that really resonated at a whole deeper level. So we thought we'd give it a shot. 
we give a chance to actually see how this would work. And now it's become the cornerstone of really, instead of having team appreciation events, we have team philanthropic events. They go out there because as good millennials, as I, a lot of my employees are, they want to give back. And this is a great way that they see their employer willing to basically spend corporate money by time, which is them, and allowing them to go out and make an impact in their community. Um, so what brought me there was definitely the same as I've always been, but the outcome was totally different. And we've become fast friends uh, from every employee uh, and corporately. And now trying to change that message and bring it to other companies as well. Ted, you mentioned that phrase, corporate social responsibility. That's a phrase or a concept that is gaining increasing prominence in the whole business community. I know actually of, of some companies that are saying that it is so important to their employees that they, they feel like they have to give it more attention than they ever did previously, especially among millennials. Let me ask you, what, what does corporate social responsibility mean to you and to Blueprint? Yeah, I, I, I'm... We're a mission, vision, values organization, and it's not ones that are on brochures or sit on websites to attract people and try to convince them that we're nice people. It's, 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 a, it's something that we live and breathe in our own organization. So the values, the fundamentals in which we run our organization um, are, are, are alive and well, and we talk about them often. And those values, personal responsibility, abundant thinking and gratitude are three of our foundational values. And in that, when I think about what our responsibilities, we're very fortunate in the business that I do, I, we help people that have something. They have something that they want to make sure they don't mess up and that someday in the future they'll be the beneficiaries or leave to people in the future. We deal with people that have. What I think that a corporate responsibility is, can we help those that have not, that don't have as much, that, that, that maybe need some help, and it's beyond those that are paying us as clients. And is the community in which we serve, is that community one that we have more responsibility than just being paying property taxes and being good stewards of business and providing opportunities for people to have a job? But is it more than that? And I think companies today, and I think because of their employee base, partly, are finding that a lot of companies are recognizing going, you know, we have more than just receiving the almighty dollar from the clients that are buying our services or products. That we actually have some responsibility in the community that we live, that we go to church, that we send our kids to school, that we do shopping, that we have fun. Maybe there's something more than that, and philanthropy should be part of that, that, that giving back. So I find that corporate responsibility may have been somewhat, at the beginning, good marketing. But I think corporate responsibility now is great stewardships of a relationship in the communities that we live and being more responsible to give more than, than in the past has been seen. And uh, I've been very fortunate to be affiliated with a company called Northwestern Mutual. And in the 20 years I've been there, I've seen them change as well. That's great, Ted. You know, one of the things that I think is so great about our relationship with the relationship with Homestretch 
in Blueprint is that it is genuinely partnership. For many nonprofits, when they approach a business or a company to get, get support, they're really only looking at it as a one-way stream. What can you do for us? And for us, it's, it's much more than that. We, we look at this as developing a long-term relationship with a corporate partner that can bring value to us, but that we can bring value to. One of the things that we do at Homestretch that's significant and, and probably puts us in the vanguard of homeless programs is we, we invest in the homeless families with the right amount of time, the amount of resources that we can actually be transformative. So we've actually had homeless families come into our program and, and when they graduate become nurses and accountants and teachers and chefs and social workers and mortgage brokers and pastors and realtors. And the stories of transformation of these families are really quite profound. So our business partners like, like you guys can come and help be a part of that and see viscerally the effect of your support on human lives, see real transformed lives. So we feel like we're both gaining something, we're both gaining a sense of real purpose and meaning in the relationship with these families who are working so hard to alter the trajectory of their lives. But it also brings up the question of, it means that, that companies like Blueprint are actually deliberately creating a culture of service within your team. Let's talk about that for a second. How do you build a culture of service within your team? Yeah, I, I, I think that goes to the idea of what is your why? Why are you here? What, what are we about? And if we think about it, the clients are those that help us obviously support our business. They're the consumers of what we do. They're the beneficiaries of what we provide. Um, and at the essence of that, in my world, it is service, service to our clients. Um, expanding that, though, I think if we want to, as how does that actually, that service to our clients, does that also serve our employees? Does it serve those that serve the clients? And one way we found the way to create a deeper culture of service is can we actually provide more impact to our clients by providing a culture of service with our employees, by providing selfless service to the community that we serve within. And legacy at some point in my world with some lawyer over some desk, you know, reading a piece of paper, leaving some lump sum of dollars to someone or some charity. And I think today that that's changing. And the change is going, okay, we want to have the impact, but it's actually along the way. If it, why are we doing it along the way? Not left at the end, but the impact along the way. So I'm finding legacy today is the experiences that people are to provide for those that they care about in that journey. So it's not an end game, it's a through game conversation. And the same thing with we, we are thinking about, if we could create this culture of service by supporting our community, that that has our employees feel like that's important about our culture. This will, the, the beneficiaries will be the clients that are hiring us. So it is an ecosystem itself of support and really at the essence is selfless service to others. You know, Ted, one of my favorite quotes is by uh, someone who's not as well remembered today, but used to be quite famous, named Dr. Albert Schweitzer. 
He was a great humanitarian, concert pianist, and a scientist. And he said, he or she who is truly happy has sought and found how to serve. And I think that really resonates with me. And I, I also believe it resonates with all of our staff. One of the most interesting things I, I, I find about Homestretch is how many of our staff are, have stayed for years and years and years. You know, in most social service organizations, especially those working with difficult to serve populations, there's a very high turnover. People come in for a year or two, they go on. A lot of people leave the field. We have people who've been with Homestretch for over 20 years. The average tenure is at least 10 years, which is very, very unusual. But I think it's because they get so much value out of their work. Um, even though we can't pay them what they would make if they were to work for some other organizations, they, they get something that you can't quantify with money, which is a sense that I am really making a difference in someone's life. And that's what we try, to, we try and share with our partnerships with, with groups like, like, like you guys at Blueprint, is the sense that what you do for us is leading to genuinely transformed lives. You meet the families, you get to know them, you see them, see their joy when they get that certification, they get that degree, they buy their first home. It's really quite profound. I love what you just said, Chris, because you, you, you tapped on something that, that resonates with us. And this idea of, of transformation, um, Blueprint Financial Group, small little financial services company that's trying to create a multi-generational deliverable to multi-generational families. If we want to change a family, families think about themselves through through the lifetime of the parents and then the lifetime of their children and the lifetime of their children's children. And so they think well beyond themselves. They feel like it's in the future. If they want... They, they, I feel probably in, in, in talking with individuals about what they care about, and it, they care beyond their own lives. And, and, and so to do that, they, 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 they hope that they can have the impact of creating values and morals and education to those children and those that they touch so they, they can give them when they're not there in, in the future. And, and we... we have developed this company to be able to be that so that when Ted's not here, there are multi-generations of me behind me, 10, 20, 30. So to your point, we have employees that have been with us for 25 years. We have some employees that have been here 10 years, 15 years, but we'll be here well after I'm in God to serve those families into the future. So it's all about impact. It's all about transformation and it's all about growth. And recently, just anecdotally, I had an employee, and we thought he was going to be the cornerstone of our most amazing future. But when he found out, and exploring his own deepest needs, he realized, you know, maybe not here. So he came to us like we always have that. When you feel it's not right, come to us. We'll figure out a way to help you become where you are. Right. And when I was sitting down and doing my exit interview, after we've helped him find a job, after we wrote the letters of recommendation and helped launch him into the next career, in that exit interview, I said, was there anything that you had any reservations about not telling me and, and maybe even not leaving? And he goes, it's going to sound crazy, but it's actually my involvement in home stretch because he's been one of my team leaders running our quarterly events. Yeah. Said, I, don't sh- I am sure 
in the company that I just got a job with, which is a big company, that I'm ever going to have the intimate ability to have the impact that I know I'm having. Reading books and making gingerbread houses and playing with kids and moving furniture and being right there, ground level, is 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 was 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 so impactful for me. That was one of my biggest reservations in not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. By the way, Ted, I want to share just a quick anecdote about with you about impact. Last year, I think my favorite call I got from a client is from a young woman who had been a child in a program. And I knew that she had done well and her family had done well, but I couldn't remember all the details. But she was now in her early 20s, and she, she called me Mr. Chris. A lot of our clients say Mr. Chris. So, said, Mr. Chris, would you do me a favor? I'm wondering if you would write a letter of recommendation for me because I'm going on for some continuing education. And I thought she was, like, going to college. And so I said, what college am I writing to? She said, no, no, I'm going for my Ph.D. in neuroscience. So, you know, if you can, we found that if you can change the trajectory of the life for the parent in such a dramatic way, chances are the children are going to go that much farther than the parent. I have one last question. We're talking about the relationship between Homestretch and Blueprint and the value we get out of this partnership. Let's, let's think for a second. What questions should other businesses, especially those who might be listening to this podcast, be asking themselves? I think a question they should ask, can our company have a bigger impact on the clients we serve and impact on the employees that serve them by the service to others in our community? That by that service, could we be better? And could we actually fulfill our corporate mission by fulfilling our community mission? I think it's a great question you should ask yourself. Can your organization benefit from that? Can selfless service to others deepen our company's culture of service by serving a community? So by serving the community could actually enrich our own culture in its service to others. In all companies, all companies serve someone. And the issue is, how deeply is the culture of that service within your organization? And do you have anything that actually cognitively and consciously actually promotes and elicits that within your employees? And I think that's a question that many companies don't ask. And if they did, they might come up with some different conclusions. And I think those are two really compelling ideas to actually benefit your company, your employees, and obviously the community in which you live. Thank you, Ted. Thank you so much for joining us. Your support and partnership in this work is paramount. We wish every nonprofit could have dedicated and passionate supporters like you. And for those who are listening, if you'd like to learn more about Homestretch, please visit our website, which is homestretchva.org. Again, homestretchba.org and connect with Homestretch on LinkedIn to see what local businesses are doing to give back. And don't forget, please subscribe to the next step.